What's up, everybody? What is good? Oh, Yo, man, I'm so hyped. What's happening? What's happening? This is Brunch 15, the very first episode of the Brunch Breakdown on its own independent channel across all podcasting platforms. Welcome one, welcome all to Brunch 15. I am Dan Knopf, Steel City Dan 22, Daniel D.D. Dudley. Over there on the West Coast. At DD is born. Man, dude, I can't believe we made it this far. Seriously. Brunch 15. We're here. We decided to do this as like a, you know, something fun to do. And now it's become a thing. It's its own platform, dude. It's its own thing. It's its own platform. Uh, parting ways with the Chris and Dan podcast for uh, reasons that we've uh, decided as a group that would be best so. All the people across the country and across the world, really, that <laughs> listen to the Brunch Breakdown. Istanbul, what up? Don't have to listen and get all of the Pittsburgh sports episodes along with it. Of course, the Chris and Dan podcast is still around uh, over on the Chris and Dan podcast channel. However, uh, we are back. You're, no, you're, if you're noticing if you're a first-time listener, you have no idea, but... Uh, if you're a repeat listener, you'll notice that one, our good, a good dear friend, Christopher Gates, uh, at Chris underscore Gates, is not with us this week. Uh, it's been a little bit of a crazy traveling time for really the three of us, and he's still in, in the midst of it. Uh, fortunately for us, he was able to record some clips and send them our way uh, for, a couple of, for a couple of topics, so fortunately... We will hear from our friend Chris Gates a little bit later on some of those hot, hot topics that we'll be discussing on the menu, of course. Uh, but before we do, as he would say, of course, but before we do, <laughs> he didn't trust either you or I, and he's no. going he's gonna to say it here, Dee Dee, and, and you know, he didn't trust either of us to run down the promo. Because we wouldn't have. Let, let's be honest. Like, we wouldn't have. <laughs> We would not have done anything. We wouldn't have said what we're doing. We wouldn't have said anything about the brunch breakdown. We wouldn't have said anything. We wouldn't have said anything about any podcast channel that you could find us on or previously find us on. That's that's very true. I mean, it would be a lot, and I don't know how he does it. Uh, so I have to give him credit, and what he was able to do is he, he threw it to us. He sent us the clip. He sent us the promo. Wow. So before we get any wow. further, let's throw it to Chris Gates for the first time. Uh, coming to us from Chicago, what a pro. Mr. Chris Gates, give us the rundown. Let the people know what this is all about. One shining moment. What's up, guys? Uh, Didi, Dan, hi. How are you? Good to see you. Um, sorry, I can't be there. I am in Chicago right now uh, for the second weekend in a row. Get to that in a little bit. Um, but I promised you guys that I would read the show promo thing because... 
I don't have any confidence in either of you uh, to read it correctly. Um, and I'm not sure you guys have confidence in yourselves to read it correctly either. So I'm going to try and read it correctly. But, guys, it's going to be a little tough this time because basically everything has changed. The brunch breakdown, my friends, has its own channel on iTunes. Uh, get excited because now you can subscribe to a brand new channel that will be full of the nation's only cross-country, low-budget slash no-budget pop culture podcast that happens on a bi-weekly basis. It's an amazing time to be alive. So make sure you head over to iTunes, search for The Brunch Breakdown, find that subscribe button, and hit subscribe. You can also find us on SoundCloud as well. If you're a SoundCloud user, hit us up on there. Give us a follow. Uh, speaking of follow, you can now follow The Brunch Breakdown on Twitter. Yeah, it just keeps getting more and more amazing. Uh, search for at Brunch Breakdown on Twitter. That's where you'll find us. We're on Facebook as well. Head over to Facebook. Give our Facebook page a like. Uh, we are on Instagram, and we are about to kick things up a notch on there uh, and do some really weird stuff. So that is going to be entertaining. I can promise you that much. Uh, what else do we have? Guys, the website is still chrisanddanpodcast.com. That's where you can find all of our Brunch Breakdown episodes uh, along with you know the feeds of SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, the only thing, really, that is the same along with that website – are your co-hosts. That would be Sir Daniel Dudley on Twitter at DDIsBoard. Dan Knopp is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. And I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. That is everything Brunch Breakdown. Um, and there's going to be a lot more. So be on the lookout. But make sure you hit us up in all those places. And I'll talk to Yins again soon. There he is. You heard it from the man himself. Nobody does the promo. No one does it better than Christopher Garahan Gates. Chris, we thank you. Uh, and like he mentioned and like we mentioned previously, Brunch Breakdown on its own brand new channel. That's what you just have to search for. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, all the stuff that he said. That's Everything. what he said. That's what she said. Instagram. So thank you, Chris. Instagram. Ooh, stay tuned on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Stay yeah. tuned. Um, because we had a great debate last week of the Instagram versus Snapchat stories. Uh, one of the better discussions I think we've had. And, <laughs> and we're going to dive into that a little bit ourselves. So uh, check us out over there as well. Um, like I said, we will hear from Chris a little bit later on in the program regarding some of these hot, hot topics. But Mr. Dudley, I say it's time we dive in. Let's do it, dude. Let's dive in. Well, let's tell people about what we've been, where we've been this this craziness of, of travel where Chris couldn't even make it for this, but we barely made it too. I have been out of town in different states of the United States that I didn't, it's not that I didn't think I'd ever go to them. I just mm -hmm. didn't really have any thought of going to them. But then you start dating a girl from Massachusetts. So there's possibility you could end up up there in the Northeast. Sure. So her brother got married this past weekend. Um, shouts to Jay and Maria and they got married in Rhode Island. Never been to Rhode Island. Okay, Newport, Rhode Island, nothing but water and sailboats. Seriously, water, sailboats, and hashtag views. That's literally all there Ooh. was. I mean, it's, it's, it's so beautiful there, and there's just – I loved every second of there. I thought our hotel was great, sat right on the water. You know, we were in a great location, and, like, where they got married was just, like, I mean, insane. Absolutely insanely nice. And um, 
Cool thing, I ate so much lobster this weekend, this past week. So much lobster, so much dude. seafood. Because it's just all up dude. there, dude. They have lobster at McDonald's. They have lobster no. rolls at no. McDonald's no. in Rhode Island. Yes, absolutely. That, like, makes me so happy, yet makes me so mad at the same time. <laughs> that we're missing out on that. They have lobster at McDonald's. Well, did you have it? Let me ask you, did you have it? I did not have it, no, because I was eating it's lobster like, what's, restaurants what's Mc, in a different Yeah, places, what's McDonald's but. lobster got to be like? I mean, like, we know the McRib isn't, like, real anything. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, we think hot dogs are bad, and everybody yeah. likes the McRib. It's like, but what would McDonald's? I don't mean... Mcmcdonald's lobster obviously it's got to be somewhat local because it's it's there yeah it's there and so they've never had yeah you can't just like you know bring that in like you bring burgers in you know what i mean you where can't. it could be coming from like california and it's just gonna end up right. no you you can't you can't do that mcdonald's but, lobster now it's not like is it it's like a seasonal thing or is it like always on the menu i'm guessing it's always on the menu because that's incredible they eat lobster there all the time because they're you know on the water so oh. that's where you get lobster just like you get crabs in, you know, Maryland and stuff, you know, get lobster Damn. up there. Dude, I think we need to take this nationally to McDonald's and like have like <laughs> regional things on the menu. Yeah. Like for Pittsburgh, it's like some like pierogi dish where they like use uh, Big Mac sauce or some shit like that. See, now I'm getting <laughs> into something here. Now this could yeah. work because like with the fries and that. Okay. So that'd be Pittsburgh or West Coast. I mean, like. You got to give me some like fish tacos or something like that. Well, yeah, that's see. There's different things on the menu in on the West Coast. I don't know if do you guys have at Taco Bell? Do you guys have the California breakfast burrito there? Not that I'm aware of. Like or the breakfast crunch wrap or whatever. Because like there's a lot of things with guacamole in it here. Wow, that's a game changer. Yeah, there's there's definitely no guacamole. And that's like yeah. at a, that's at like fast food restaurants everywhere. Like not just Taco Bell, but like McDonald's. There's just like random things with guacamole in it. And I don't believe, you know, I'm not the you know, most avid McDonald's goer anyways, but I'm just saying, mm -hmm. like, I don't believe that those things are on the menu. I think, like, every, I feel like a lot of places have their own, you know, randomness to the menu where you're like, you can only yes. get this if you are in Rhode Island. You can only get this if you're in Texas or something like that. <sighs> Tell you what, we just need to take a, a fast food trip around the world, around the U.S. and get... Some of the best regional favorites. I'm kind of in. Let's like just go. You know what I mean? Let's just go on a McDonald's tour. We'll gain like 20 pounds or something like that. But it's all right. I it's worth it just, for the art. Yeah, dude, for the art. That exactly. That's what it is <laughs> for the art. Just look at us like any great actor that's lost a bunch of pounds or something for a role, or you know what I mean, made themselves sick, yes. sacrificed a lot for a role. That's what we'd be doing on our McDonald's brunch regional tour. I'm telling you what, we're making this happen. Yeah. We're throwing this out to McDonald's mm -hmm. and we'll broadcast from, you know, like a post broadcast after we have, or we, hell, we'll do it on air. Yeah. We'll do it on air. Uh, we'll shout out McDonald's. Of course. Um, we'll rep them the whole way. I'll even, we got to get them involved. Dude, I'll get my, my Kia. I'll wrap it in McDonald's, whatever. They can wrap the logo in my car. I don't care. So I'm let's on make board. this happen. Brunch breakdown road trip. Yes. Cross-country road trip with McDonald's. McDonald's on McDonald's on McDonald's. Wow. But Chris Gates is riding in another car because he farts in the car. 
That's not cool. <laughs> That's the one thing about Chris that I cannot he stand. He farts in the car. This one thing you just don't do. <laughs> you don't fart in the car. When you're on a road trip, you just do not do that. Like, I don't know how him and Katie go anywhere. I have no idea how him and Katie go anywhere unless she farts in the car, too. Maybe. Who knows? And maybe be. that's what makes marriages work. I have no idea. But I'll tell you what, because dude. yeah, because we're gonna hear we're, we're gonna hear from Chris very shortly about his trip, where he is now, where he's been, and it does involve a lengthy road trip. Mm-hmm. So that's there's a lot of gas to go around yes. in those amount of hours, and the, and the way that he does it, and we're calling him out on it because he's not of here. Of course, we're that's gonna, why I, I call him out on it here. That's just what he does <laughs> because he'll he'll do it. And then he'll like look around real quick uh-huh. and wait to see if anybody notices, notices, and usually they do, and then, then down goes the window. It's just like, why are you doing this? And it's 100% his fault, and I'm telling you why right now because <laughs> I've been on a number of road trips with this guy, <laughs> and I've got, we've got more coming up this, this year. We've got a 10-hour road trip to Clemson in November. Ooh, have fun with that. That could be and rough. Here's Mr. what he like does. creatine or whatever, all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Here's what he does. Like, we'll go to Sheets, which, by the way, with this whole travel segment, Sheets is the best stop, road uh, road stop, like, ever ever made. Because I was just on the road myself, had a long trip. I'll explain where and why in, uh, in, in a second here. But it's like you stop for gas in one place. Then you stop for food in another place. And then if somebody else wants something different, you have to stop for food in yep. a second place. And you usually try to go to bathroom in one of those places. It's multi-stop. <laughs> yeah. Sheets all in one place. Clean bathrooms, clean fuel, and you can you can literally get anything you could imagine on a sandwich there in a wrap. They have the mate the, the hashtag MTO baby. MTOs. I'm yeah. telling you right there. The made to order food there. And you can get salads, you can get the whatevers. They have that weird sandwich with um Fried cheese sticks on it, which like looks like it'll kill you, but it looks delicious. Um, it's just shouts to Sheets, shouts to Sheets. They can be the secondary sponsor of the road trip because that's where we'll, we'll be going and stopping along the way. Sheets via McDonald's or McDonald's via Sheets. So shouts to Sheets. Um, yeah, and, and so we we stop at Sheets often when he's in the car, and. He'll get the sandwiches, and he'll get, like, the jalapenos on the sandwich, which yes. is usually what creates the gaseous chamber. It's like, don't order the jalapenos this time. Yeah. You can do without it. You can do without it. And it – plus, road trip rule, no onions, period. Oh, my gosh, dude. No, no onions. onions. No onions. You can't do it. You can't – you just can't do it. Like, you open that sandwich, and you just – there it is. Man, too much onion. Dude, I was on a um, flight the other day. I was on a, this was my flight last week and some lady had like chicken wings, right? No. On the flight and I'm like on and the I'm plane. sitting next to her and I'm just like this is going to be bad. This is going to be so bad and it absolutely was. Absolutely was. She just kept getting up, even though I'm on the window, but it was just so annoying because she just keeps moving around. So anytime you try to go to sleep, you can't because she just keeps getting up, going to the bathroom. Only Lord knows what she was doing in there. You cannot eat (laughs) chicken wings from the airport. 
from the no. chicken wings from the airport before a flight. Like that should be illegal. When they see you come on, that should be the same thing they look at when you have like a when you have too much liquid or something. You know, you can't yes. take chicken wings in. You know what I mean? You can't take. You know, I, that's a weapon of mass destruction wow. for sure. That's what that wow. is. Chicken wings on a flight. No. Big no. foul. No. Big time foul. No. Um, <laughs> tell you what. Well. This all started with your with your lobster McDonald's. Um, it did. It threw us on a tangent. So, but but basically, you had a lovely time. Dude, I had a great time. I went, got to see Boston for the very first time. Um, one of the Love cool Boston. things about Boston that I didn't know because we did a ducky tour. <laughs> in Get out of here! Yeah, we did a ducky tour in Boston, which I had never because I'd never seen Boston. So I was like, I want to go on some kind of tour where I can see it all. So we yeah. did a ducky tour, and uh, that was pretty. That was pretty funny. It goes, you know, of course, ducky tours. If you don't know, it goes land in and into the water. And uh, that was cool worlds. to see the Boston skyline and, you know, for the, you know, Boston Tea Party and all that stuff. And um, got to go to Cheers, which I'm a humongous Cheers fan, like a yes. huge fan of the TV show Cheers. So I was like kind of fanning out in there a little bit. So that was cool. Got some Cheers mugs, which was cool. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's about as touristy as I was. But um, we did. We drank Sam Adams across the street from Sam Adams grave. That was cool. Dude, yeah, that's like, awesome. That was really fun. Um, yeah, but Boston's a really cool place. I I liken Boston to just being like a bigger Pittsburgh, really. Like yeah. that's honestly what I thought like downtown Boston looked like was just a bigger Pittsburgh, really. So yeah, it's a cool. Place. I love Boston. I love Boston. I haven't been there in a couple of years. Yeah, uh, great place to visit in the summer. Not so much other than that. God no. Or summer Never. fall. No. Okay. No. <laughs> After that, nope. I considered moving to Boston at one point, but I was just like, I would not be able to handle that winter no just can't do it no uh no. so shouts to those people but <laughs> glad your trips uh went well i've been all over the place the last two weeks literally for the last two weeks yes uh there's there's no joking when it comes to the last two weeks uh first i was in put bay for five days uh which it was like towards the end of the season so there weren't as many people there and we were there monday through friday and it's like a big, obviously, it's like a big weekend spot, big like, I guess college. Oh, yeah. like a lot of college students go there and things like that. Bachelorette, bachelor parties, and I've been there before for that, and it's been awesome. But going there Monday through Friday is completely different because there's like surprisingly a lot of families there, and just not as many people on the island. If you don't familiar, if you're not familiar, mm-hmm. it's an island just off the shore of Ohio, um, northern Ohio. Which makes it Lake sound Erie. so bad, by the way, because I was trying I to explain Putin Bay to someone, and they were like, "In They're island like, where? off of Ohio." I, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> it is. I know you hear that, and you're like, "What? What?" what? <laughs> but uh, it's like its own world. It's weird. Um, you got to take a ferry to get there. I mean, it was awesome. Had a good time. Um, ended up in this like very heated water volleyball, uh, a pool volleyball contest for. Which ended up lasting a few hours. We weren't really aware of it, uh, but it was awesome. Okay, uh, got a little sunburn. It's all right. We all good. But uh, that was a blast. So Putin Bay was a good time. It was kind of like ending towards the end of the season up there a little bit because like, like I guess when like people when students go back to college, like the island just slows yeah. down completely. So uh, interesting to be there during the week. So Putin Bay was fun. Uh, I got home literally left the very next morning for Carolina Beach. Uh, which is just uh, outside of Wilmington, North Carolina. Went there with my girlfriend's family, and we were there for literally an entire week. Uh, it was an awesome trip. Weather was awesome. Um, just kind of a smaller smaller beach, so it's not as touristy as like Myrtle 
or anything like that. Um, but so it was awesome being at the beach, kind of being away for a week. I'm finally back, finally <laughs> home. Feels good to be home though. So a lot of a lot of road trips. Like we we drove, it was like nine and a half hour drive to North Carolina. So there was a long road trip there, which is why Sheets is like. Although I will say, I got to I got to go to heaven for a little bit on the way Uh-oh. because of back south. I, and any, anybody that's familiar with me knows. If you don't know, uh, I did live in North Carolina for a brief time a couple of years ago, and <sighs> Bojangles. Ah, yeah, Bojangles, baby. Oh, it's bow time. Let me tell you. So good. And it was so good, so good to get some Bojangles again on the way home. It was just pure magical. Man. It was pure magic. Did you so get the was... gallon of uh, sweet tea by chance? I, I didn't. I wanted to get yeah, like the sure. bow box. Oh yeah. Like uh, like I said, we're in. We're going on a road trip later to Clemson in the fall. There's no doubt in my mind that our, we're getting the tailgate bow box with the gallon of tea, <laughs> gallon of lemonade, Must. all the chicken, all the biscuits, all the fixins, oh, if yeah. you will. They're not sides. They're fixins. Uh, so <laughs> shouts to Bojangles. Uh, good stuff there. So uh, home now. Good to be home. Home for a couple weeks before I head out west in a couple more weeks. I know, dude. Be out there for you. You are just the traveling you. man. You are I'm traveling all over the place. The traveling uh, man, dude. That's spreading the word. Yeah. When you spreading come out here, the that's word. Gonna be great. Yeah, spreading the word of the brunch breakdown nationwide, wherever I can. Um, but like we mentioned, Chris is not with us because he's still amidst his travels uh, the last couple of weeks himself, including uh, the weekend currently. So let's uh, let's throw it to Chris Gates right now and let's check in with him and see what he's been up to. The last couple of weeks. What's up, guys? Uh, coming back to tell you about uh, my recent travels, because I know that's something we do on the podcast. We normally talk about what we uh, have been doing since we last talked, and normally that includes a lot because it's two weeks. We're a bi-weekly podcast, the only one out there. So uh, I am currently in Chicago. It is the second straight weekend that I've been in Chicago. However, um, I have been commuting to Chicago, and then back to Pittsburgh, and then to Chicago, and then soon I will be going back to Pittsburgh once again. Um, Interesting, and I wouldn't recommend it, (laughs) but um, that's what we're doing. Yeah, I drove to Chicago last Friday and then had a flight back to Pittsburgh. Fiance Katie is staying in in Chicago, Milwaukee area, and I I uh, I came back to Pittsburgh. And then I flew back to Chicago, and then on Sunday, fiance Katie and I are driving back to Pittsburgh. So a lot of traveling going on. I'm very familiar with the Indiana Turnpike and Indiana rest stops. I'm just gonna gonna go out and go ahead and and and, and lay it out there and uh, declare them the worst rest stops in all of the continental United States. It is just disgusting what you find in rest stops in the state of Indiana. Um, not to mention, you know, the fact that you have to drive by South Bend. But that's a whole other story for probably a different type of episode. Um, yeah, though, uh, you know, Chicago, I hadn't been to Chicago since I was in high school. And um, obviously since then, you know, most of the stuff you hear coming out of Chicago is how dangerous it is there. And, uh, you know, the crime and the, and the gun violence and all kinds of stuff like that. But uh I I mean, obviously, I wasn't going to those type of areas, um, but I think, like, I just have, like, this this horrible impression of Chicago. I had fan, I've had a fantastic time in Chicago. We uh, 
had uh, uh, it's for, for two weddings, back-to-back weddings. Um, and the first wedding was on a boat. It was just absolutely beautiful. We kind of just went up and down the harbor uh, the entire time on Lake Michigan. Had a view of the skyline the entire night. Uh, just really awesome. Um, and uh, we we crashed uh, at Fiance Katie's uh, brother's uh, brother and sister-in-law's uh, apartment. Um, and it's interesting because in the last episode we talked about New York City and how just how much of a bear it is to try and get anywhere. Um, big difference in Chicago, at least for my experience, in that uh, you. It's it's a huge city, but it's a little bit more spread out than New York. Like Didi said, like in New York, people are just on top of each other. Uh, not so much in Chicago, even though there are a ton of people there. Um, you can pretty much Uber anywhere, and it's not too big of a deal. Uh, so that was enjoyable. There was also some type of – I forget the name, the official name of it, but some type of air show going on. So everybody was outside, and there were just planes flying around Chicago, uh, like, like fighter jets and, I don't know, planes doing uh, – like – backflips and all kinds of crazy stuff it was it was pretty cool so uh shouts to chicago uh but yeah good times in chicago looking forward though to getting back to pittsburgh and uh not having to um travel back and forth every weekend uh a special shouts out though to uh, fiance katie's uncle jamie uh he was very very excited to hear about the brunch breakdown and very very excited to hear that we uh, talk about new music every week because we had a conversation on the boat uh, as we were buzzing up and down uh, the skyline, and he was saying, you know, he's uh, he, he he wants to find new music, but he doesn't really know where to go to look. And I said, well, the Brunch Breakdown is going to have his very own iTunes channel uh, in a couple of days, and you should subscribe to that thing because we do a segment called "What We're Listening To" every two weeks. So hopefully. We have something in the segment this week, Uncle Jamie, that you will like. Um, that's going to be probably coming up later. I don't know where me speaking right now is going to go, but wherever you guys put it, I would imagine it is probably before what we're listening to. I don't know. Anyway, uh, good times in Chicago. Looking forward to get back to Pittsburgh. Um, don't forget, college football season starts uh, in about a week, and... That makes it a very fantastic time to be alive. So I hope you guys are doing well, and I will probably be back speaking in another part of this episode. I don't know. We'll see, but hey, cool. Okay, bye. There he is. There's the man from the Windy City. From the Windy City. Yeah, back-to-back back-to-back weekends in Chicago. That's kind of crazy. That's actually great. Chicago in the summer. You know, you were talking about Boston in the summer. Mm-hmm. Chicago in the summer is, I mean, as fun as it gets, man. They have so many festivals in Chicago all the time. Yeah. Like the Taste of Chicago, I was there for at one point, and it was like, and they they just any time. It's like as soon as winter breaks there, it is like if you think it breaks in your city in Chicago, they it's like they just close off all the streets. They just shut everything down and just close off all the streets and just say, wow. hey, we're having parties every weekend. Because that's just what we're doing. Because winter sucks here. It's absolutely yeah. terrible. We don't see anybody. We don't see our neighbors. <laughs> we don't see a soul. Once, once you know, once basically, I don't know, October or November hits into mm-hmm. like May, and then they just go crazy in the summer. Chicago's a great place. Yeah, there's no doubt he's having a, a great time there. 
Nice, nice. Well, hopefully we uh, we get a listener pickup in in Chicago. I can't remember yes. if I've seen Chicago on the on the statistics before, but I'm sure it's popping up this week. So shout oh, yeah. to Chicago and hopefully some new listeners out that way. So glad <laughs> to hear uh, Chris is having fun and he'll he'll rejoin us for for brunch sixteen in a couple of weeks. But of course, we're not done with him quite yet. We'll hear from him oh, a little yeah. bit later in the episode on some of these amazing amazing topics oh, we have on idiot the menu. We have uh, to talk let's, about later. Let's let's dive. Let's dive in. A uh, lot of lot of things. Uh, in fact, we were granted a gift oh. this weekend, uh, and we're going to start right there. Didi, I'm throwing it to you. Colin Kaepernick and the anthem protest that is uh, going everywhere, everywhere right now. Everywhere. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts? Yeah, San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick, if you guys don't know. Uh, well, they were playing a preseason game last night. Really doesn't matter against two because it's an NFL preseason game. This is literally the biggest story to come from it. Is he decided that he is not going to stand up for the national anthem. And this is the reason why Colin Kaepernick, who is half black, I believe. Yes, mm-hmm. he's biracial. He said, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people people of color to me this is a bigger this is bigger than football and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way there are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder so he has taken a stance against the national anthem and i i can't in it's it's one of those things where i don't agree with him doing it but i'm also Mm -hmm. like i'm okay with him doing that if that's how he feels to me, this is no different than anyone having any problem with their country. He's, he's saying it, and he's like, I'm not going to stand up for it until things change. And I, I don't have a problem with that, and I also don't have a problem with anybody speaking their mind. And, you know, like we said a few weeks ago, hopefully this starts a conversation, you know? Right, exactly. This does kind of go back to what we talked about a, a couple of weeks ago on that episode. And uh, I think I'm the same with you where it's like – when I first, you know, think about it, it's like, wow, that's not cool at all, you know, to do something like that. But what he was trying to do is kind of working because it's getting other people talking about it. Yeah. Like, for you know, for me, I'm like, well, why don't you do this instead, or why don't you do this and actually try to try to start that conversation? Well, this did, and it may not be the mo- mo- most popular way to do it because it it's like you're turning your back on the entire country and i'm sure he doesn't believe in that fully but it's enough of a message for him to send and say like i'm not okay with what's with what's going on right now um and it has people talking about it. like we said it's everywhere yeah. right now and it has people talking talking so hopefully it does do that and we can see and we've seen other athletes uh make stands and and make points and things like that we saw what happened at the at the SB's uh, we talked about that a couple episodes ago as well. Uh, things like that are, are what we need to see and what we need to hear. It's starting the conversation. This is a different way that he chooses to do it because what is he going to just stand up at a press conference and yeah. hope that somebody asks him a question about it? No. it's So it's a little bit tougher. And so whether or not this was part of his intention, it's definitely working. And it's it's something that hopefully will just keep get people to keep talking in the right way, you know. It, it, again, I think a lot of people are coming down on him for the way that he did it because it is against. It's like turning your back. They're seeing it as turning your back on the whole country. But you know, I think when he comes out and explains it more, and he has a little bit already uh, with some of the things that you said, it's 
it's tough to find other ways to make statements and try to get people to, to talk. So just another, uh, just another statement being made by an athlete that some people find popular and some people aren't too crazy about, but it's definitely one that's making headlines around right now. Yeah, and it's it, it in doing it this way is so polarizing, you know. Like even if he did, mm-hmm. you know, just take a time at a press conference and say, th- say exactly what he said in that quote, but not do it with the national anthem, it's not going to get the same play. It's right. not going to get the same play. You're not going to get the conversation, and most people aren't even going to know about it when because now you get headlines that just say you're going to have headlines on you know different blog sites, and I imagine if you go down your Facebook wall, you're just going to see things that say Colin Kaepernick hates America. Never right. said he hates America. He said right. he's mad about the way that things are being – about the way that, you know, certain things are being handled in mm-hmm. this country. And I think, you know, there's a lot of uh, just so many quick reactions to just say, all right, I hate it. Or, you know, I hate it. I hate Colin Kaepernick. He shouldn't do this. But then you have a whole presidential campaign that mm-hmm. is called Make America Great Again. Like America isn't great. So you have Colin Kaepernick saying that he doesn't think America is great. And then you have a whole presidential campaign that we've now all accepted the fact that it's just called Make America Great Again. Like, mm-hmm. America isn't the greatest country on the planet. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so you have a lot of people. You just have a lot of different sides and a lot of different people with, I guess, their separate agendas when it comes to, you know, this Colin Kaepernick thing. But it does put pressure on them on the football field. It's like, you know, as the, the sports talk show host in me makes me want the, Colin Kaepernick to be like the MVP of the NFL – this year because like people will have no idea what to do with that like absolutely oh, like dude, you know, you're right it will be it's, it's gold you know what i mean that's like that's sports talk radio gold if he has an unbelievable season or if he has like an unbelievably terrible season it's gold that, but yeah yeah that's the thing there's so much on the line for him because of yeah. where how he started off and how impressive he was yeah and he was the next big thing and now he's like fighting for his starting job yeah uh over the last couple of years of how kind of poorly he's played and I mean, the San Francisco 49ers as a whole have been kind of a mess the last couple of years yeah. uh, with the coaching carousel and everything going on there. So uh, just another headline for the 49ers <laughs> and another reason to pay yeah. attention to them on the field this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how yeah. the, the the public continues to react to him and how he'll take that. I mean, I feel like he's already got a bit of a chip on his shoulder because people have not have given up on him so quickly yeah. and now this will just kind of add to it. So uh, definitely, definitely yeah. uh, something worth watching. Yeah. It's good. I mean, with the NFL starting in a couple of weeks, I mean, he did it at the right time. It's like, yeah. to me, this was, this was very planned on his part to do this, mm-hmm. this way and to do this now, you know what I mean? This is the last preseason game that people actually watch. Right. You know what I mean? It's the third one. College football starts next weekend. So any NFL action that does happen, no one's going to care about. So right. this was this was perfectly planned by him. And I really like the fact that these people with power like Colin Kaepernick, like LeBron James, these guys like that are now are speaking out. I just I think it's great. If yeah. you have a problem with what's going on, it's time to speak out, you know, and I, I, I just I like that. And it's time to start the conversation. There's just I feel like there's no more just going along to get along anymore. You know, when you have this position, I feel like you should speak up. If you feel it, but I just hope he doesn't back down off of it. You know, the mm-hmm. 49ers didn't, which I thought was cool. Like they just thought yeah. they just said, Hey, if he, that's how he feels, that's how he feels. What are you going to yeah. do? So I thought so that was has, cool too. Yeah. yeah, I agree you know, they said he has the right to, to not stand and not do what he wants. If you know, that's part of what, why this country is what it is. So, yeah. um, they definitely had the right move there as well. Um, yeah, definitely probably 
well planned on his part. A lot, mm. a lot of uh, a lot of eyes gearing up for the NFL season, which uh, I'm sure we'll talk about in the next. But like you said, let's have a conversation. If you haven't heard that episode, go back. Yeah. Uh, now on the Brunch Breakdown channel, once again, where they are all there for your listening pleasure, uh, where we <sighs> we talk about this subject. Uh, quite so a bit so good yeah, stuff there that's right so great yeah, yeah and the, just subscribe yeah and i mean with the conversation thing it's just like you know if you don't know if you if you don't know what it's like to be in someone's shoes ask them that's it it's mm-hmm. really that simple you know what i mean like if you want to know what it's like to be colin kaepernick you know what it's like and he is a successful you know half black man in this country like he's successful and mm-hmm. yes, he does feel like he's oppressed. He does feel like he's oppressed by something. And he does feel strongly about this. Or maybe it's not even him. Maybe it's somebody in his life. Maybe it's somebody in his family that has, uh, you know, been dealt with a certain way. You know, it's like, I know I felt I've had my situations and stuff like that. So I understand what it's like. But if you want to know, there's no need for you to just tell somebody to shut up on Twitter just because they have right. money. That makes that right. makes no one different. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Conversations. Yes. So, yeah, hopefully people read the entire story. And like you said, they don't read yeah. just the headline of Colin Kaepernick hates America, things like that. There's a lot more <laughs> yeah. behind it, which is why we're here to explain exactly. it to you. So you don't have to do any of that. So yes. uh, welcome to brunch, if yes. you will. Um, <laughs> all right. So that was a huge topic that uh, came out recently. So we had to get that off the menu first. But one that has been uh, building <laughs> and talked about for a while now, yes. uh, last couple of weeks, which we've been you know itching and itching to talk about Gosh. and – believe it or not, is still not over, is, of course, Ryan Lochte uh, and his swim teammates and the whole debacle of what happened <laughs> <laughs> one drunk night in Rio. Yeah. Um, I, there's just so much to say about this. Uh, too much. Before, yeah, too much. Uh, before we do, we're going to check back in with Chris again. He's going to give us his take and what he thinks about the Ryan Lochte situation, we'll come back and give you our thoughts. Okay, let's talk about Ryan Lochte, because uh, I I don't even know why. Guys, I <laughs> this whole Ryan Lochte thing, um, I don't understand why everybody cares so much. Like... I don't know. I just don't get it. Like, I get that he, like, fabricated part of a story. Um, I, I, I guess I just don't... Like, I know he used to... He's, he's a, obviously, he's a decorated Olympian. Um, he had a, used to have a TV show uh, where he showcased that he is rather dumb, but, like, I, I don't get... Well, I don't know. I don't get why this was such a big deal. Like, I kept hearing about it, and I was like, okay, that's stupid, but, like, for us to have, like, 24-hour coverage on Ryan Lochte and, like, what happened when he pissed outside of a a gas station or whatever it was, um, I don't know. I mean, it's a bizarre story, and I don't, like, I think that, I I don't think that, like, Lochte is, like, I don't know. I think part of it is, is... true and part of it is probably fabricated by him and who knows maybe he was just like in the moment and emotional that's kind of what he's claiming or whatever but like i just don't see why it's such a big deal i guess maybe more people care about ryan lochte than i was aware of initially like i don't know it's confusing so basically that's my question to you guys that i hope you can follow this up with is explain to me 
because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be listening to this uh, on the ride home from Chicago, and and I I'm interested to hear your take on why why we should care why I should care so much about this because I really didn't find myself that interested in the whole thing. However, what I will leave you with is I do think lofty should become an adjective. Like, you know, like in the office, like they say, like Andy Bernard says, oh, I I shrewded it. And he tries to make like Dwight's last name, like a negative thing. Like, I I think that should be like you, you got lochtied or you lochtied it or something like that. We need to make that happen. Um, I feel very passionate about that. Much more passionate about that than I do what actually happened. But yes, explain to me why I should care. I'm excited to hear it. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. All right, there it is. You heard it from the man. He uh, doesn't really have an answer get it. for us. No. He doesn't. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get why this is such a big deal. Why so many people are talking about it. Um, he wants us to kind of present him that case, um, if you will. I do like the lochty as an adjective <laughs> idea. I think that should. I'd say it'd go over swimmingly, but that'd be one of the worst puns I've ever made before. Um, so. <laughs> um, so Here's what I think. I, I kind of agree with Chris where I don't get why it's been such a huge deal. Um, the guys went out. They had themselves a good time. Everybody knows this story by now where he claims that they were robbed at gunpoint by a fake cop. Turns out they go to a gas station. The video comes out. He changes his story. So they actually go in and like destroy the bathroom, piss on the walls. And then there was a gun pulled out yeah. by the security there, and then they demanded money for the damage that they had done. So, like, the, like talking about turning your back on the country, I feel like so much of the country has turned their back on Ryan Lochte and just, Good. like, called him a shithead and, like, <laughs> like you know, you're, you're a piece of trash. I mean, he doesn't exactly have a clean image coming into this, admittedly. Yeah. Um, right he's kind of dumb like chris mentioned kind of dumb kind of dumb (laughs) um that's just an insult to dumb people but this wouldn't be in my mind this wouldn't be such a huge story if ryan lochte was not involved if it was these uh, these other three swimmers and somebody else that's not as well known or just these three guys i don't think this would be as big of a deal about you know fabricating the story and in fact uh, Lochte was this past week officially charged by Brazilian police for filing a false robbery report. Um, and he's going to be tried over that. And I think like the maximum sentence is 18 months in prison uh, down there, which would be a little rough. Uh, but you know, he's already come out. He's had his interview with Matt Lauer, which conveniently he redyed his hair for. Did you uh-huh. happen to catch that? DD? Oh or yeah. Just I caught that. To, huh? Mm-hmm. Very strange how that yeah. conveniently happened. Yeah. Trying to clean like up. He was his ready edit. for court. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like you're obviously you're in another country, and Brazil's had like a bad. Well, not Brazil, but Rio's had a bad look from the start of this. And I think I, I you know, we talked about the Olympics a while ago, and I said we're not going to really see anything while the Olympics are going on because it's going to be you know the prestige and the met. It's going to be about the athletes. It's not going to be about any of the garbage that goes on in Rio until this came up. Yeah. Um, and so like the, 
the security is like demanding money with a gun pointed at him to pay for the damage. And there were some reports where, you know, Lochte got the hell out of there. And that some of the other guys, some of the other swimmers had to pay a fine of like $11,000 just to get his passport back to get home. Like, that's why I'm kind of in the middle of this, where I'm not just like throwing Lochte in the garbage dump because of, you know, it's like, hey, we've all been there. We've all had those nights. You know, if you're from Pittsburgh, you're from, there's a bunch of alleys in the south side. We all know that, we you know, sometimes you can't make it home and you just got to take care of business in the alleyway. So... I'm a little I'm going a little softer on him, but I feel like I feel like you're gonna have a different approach. Yeah, I just think he's a big <laughs> like he's he, this, this, this is the story. You know what the you know why this is a big deal though, right? Why this is a humongous deal? Because one, they decided they needed to tell people. That was the first that was the dumb True. part. Because they could have just been like, yo, like, remember that dumb night in freaking Rio? Yeah, like yeah. that just could have been their story. Like I've got stories right. like that that I'm not gonna tell in the brunch breakdown, and I'm gonna tell anybody anywhere because that was just how <laughs> dumb we were that night, and I'm very happy that my friends and I are alive. Like that's yes. just it. It's just yes. one of those nights that was just stupid and you just, you know, you bring it up at, you know, reunions and things like that. Like that's it. Right. But what they did with Ryan is an idiot because he goes back and decides he's going to tell his mother that he was some freaking hero in telling mm-hmm. people that, oh, yeah, well, the robber put the gun up to my head and I heard it cock. And I was just like, yeah, whatever. Right. What? Like, wh- <laughs> what are you, some damn hero? Like, who? he was trying to be like an action hero or something. He was trying to make himself look like he was like he was some amazing person. And then. It was found out by the media, and everyone ran with it because we people couldn't wait to find something bad that happened at the Olympics, and right. nothing bad happened. Right? You know what I mean? It's I mean it's everything you know, you know on the surface sound went great. You know everything behind the scenes with Rio is all corrupt and all that stuff. But on the surface, as the Olympics went, there were no stories about anything bad happening mm-hmm. in Brazil, and then they finally got it. And that's why Matt Lauer looked just as stupid as Ryan Lochte. Because for whatever reason, Matt Lauer, who's been a journalist forever and ever and ever, decided that I'm going to listen to the guy who is known best for Joe. That's what he's known for. And and Matt Lauer, a freaking professional. I love Matt Lauer. And he's like, I'm going to listen to Ryan Lochte. And all these people ran for Ryan Lochte. They're like, yeah, he was was this. They were kidnapped, all this stuff. They had gunpoint. And then... It found out they just looked stupid. So then they all had to try to – then they had to overcompensate for covering up mm-hmm. Ryan Lochte's lie. And if Ryan Lochte just doesn't tell anyone, this isn't – no one knows about it. It's not a story. Nothing happens. And even if it isn't Ryan Lochte, if one of the other swimmers did lie, it's a story, but it's not a big story. Because Ryan Lochte, right. like we were saying in the last episode, has the most medals in the Olympics history behind Michael Phelps, I think. Uh, the most male uh, yeah, medals behind Michael Phelps. So, yeah. And yeah. that it becomes sort of a big deal, but it's not a big deal, you know, is, is it would have been like, or if, if, I don't know if he would have just told the truth, even if they told the truth of what happened, I don't think it's that big of a deal because I don't think that many people care about Ryan Lochte. Like he made himself this, he made himself a victim mm-hmm. and then made himself an idiot. And there's that, nothing we love yeah. more in the world when it comes to stories is victims and idiots. And he <laughs> made himself both in the, in a span of like three days. He did. Definitely made himself look like a real big idiot, a real big fool. Um, 
you know, and I think the the fact of it, he did, he didn't exactly have a good Olympics either. No. You know, he was still no. he was still getting beat, and uh, you know Phelps was leaving him in the dust. They talked so about that rivalry. So in that one race, like so he did. bad. And people were like, this is his year. This is his year. And, he, he, like, Ryan Lochte literally quit. I think he finished, like, sixth in the race. And, like, he did quit. And I, he just looked up and was like, nah, I'm good. He did quit. And then he claims he's going to come back, Please. which now I don't know if you can. <laughs> or do you try to to clean up your image? I don't know. I don't know if you're just like, maybe I should just fade away. Or do you try? Because he's 32 and Phelps is 31. Yeah. So he's already a year older. Clearly not as good. No. Um, but you're right. He still has, like, 12 gold medals versus, like, you know— behind Phelps is just like still we'd be talking about Ryan Lochte if there was no Michael Phelps but guess what there is so (laughs) (laughs) but he can do it though he can come back swimmers a lot there are a lot of old swimmers but Ryan Lochte could you know he could probably make it you know then he's probably going to train harder than he's ever trained now because endorsements are going he lost the speedo endorsement so he did he did would you root for him if he came would you would you would you root for him if he came back Ryan Lochte yeah no no. No, I'm not rooting for him. You don't want to root for the bad boy. I didn't root for him in the first place. Like, did anybody <laughs> really like Ryan Lochte? Like, I watched his reality show and was like, this guy's just a douche. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, am I supposed to just like him because he's wearing red, white, and blue? No, I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm not. No, no, no. Like, he just, in the way he came with the gray hair at the, the Olympics. Oh, I know, whatever, yeah. Just, or blue hair, whatever the hell it was. And, stupid, uh, yeah, w- w- the reason was it's because he forgot, he forgot something at home. Like, he forgot his, what was it? I can't remember what it was now, but, like, he forgot his, like, certain goggles or certain, like, cap that, like, made him stand out. Like, he had something, and so he, like, he had to do something because he forgot something at home. I forget what it was, but it was yeah, it was a weird story. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that's the next obvious thing you do is dye your hair gray. Um, he's an idiot. But he's just an idiot. Like it's just poor Ryan. idiot should just be lofty. Like he's just he's an idiot. Like I love back that. to what Chris said. It's Dude, true. stop acting. Stop acting so lofty right now. <laughs> like just quit making shit up. Just quit making stupid shit up. Yeah, like, um, it's just oh man. Yeah, we'll like, That's what I'm gonna that. say next time someone's telling me some like awful story. I'm just gonna be like, dude. Stop being a lochty right now. <laughs> you know, stop, stop lochtying, you know, like it's good God. Right. What an idiot. And right. I can't believe and that took up so much time during the Olympics. And it yeah. takes so much time too. in this time also, like there's nothing going on at the beginning of August. That's why they put the Olympics in the spot. They put the Olympics, mm-hmm. you know, there's a reason they don't put the Olympics in the fall. There's a reason they don't put the Olympic. They put it in August for that reason. Cause there's nothing no else. competition. Yeah. Anymore. There's nothing, there's nothing going on. So, right. Yeah, that's another reason why it's a big deal. But. So yeah, that story continues, and we'll we'll see if he uh, makes it back to Brazil for the trial. He doesn't necessarily have to, but <laughs> you're really not helping yourself out if you do that. So, good boy, uh, good luck to him. Uh, but to to wrap up our Olympics talk, and we had a yeah. lot of it last week. We, we had a lot of it last week, week. Uh, so we don't want to go too 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 much into it. But now the Olympics have wrapped up. First of all, I have nothing to watch on TV anymore because that's all I watched. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with myself. Me too. <laughs> that's all I watched. I went through Olympic withdrawal. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Why is there nothing on like, TV? It's like 1130 at night. I'm like, where the hell is the handball? Why isn't <laughs> anything on anymore? Like, give me like, water why? polo, please. Like, where's women's boxing? What's going on? Yeah. Like, it's one o'clock. Where, where's women's boxing? I don't know what to do with myself right now. Um, but the debate that you and I had last yeah. episode, uh, Usain Bolt. Versus Michael yeah. Phelps. 
And now we've seen what Bolt was able to do. I assume that would just probably strengthen your stance, and you still think Bolt is better than Phelps. Bolt Bolt over Phelps. Bolt is the best Olympian that we've ever seen. He's the best athlete. It's arguably the best athlete that we've ever seen, and we're not going to see another. We may see another Michael Phelps. We're not going to see another Usain Bolt. Nope. See, I would argue the complete opposite. Ever. Dude, understand this. Understand this. No one has ever, okay? No one's ever won the 100 and 200 meter dash, which are the premier sprints in track and field. They're the premier events in track and field, right? The mm-hmm. 100 and 200, okay? Mm-hmm. No one's won them twice in a row. He's done it three times. Every kid grows up wanting to be the fastest kid, whether it's playground, whether it's whatever. They want to be the fastest. He's been the fastest person in the world for eight years. That's it. There's no other argument. There's it's done. Michael Phelps has been beaten. He was beat in this Olympics. Like that's because he swims done. so much more though. So, what? Like Bolt runs twice. That's Dude, it. Twice. No one's done it. No one has done it. That's Phelps it. Phelps is like multiple and no events. One's gonna do each. It. He like he swims in like he has like heats in the morning. Then he has like two semifinals at night. And he has to, like, get ready for all that at his age. He's been doing it for 16 years. Get your eight shit out of here. He hasn't been the best for 16 years. Four Olympics now. he's been beat. He's been beat. 2012, no one thought was a success to the point where they were like, dude, I don't know. No one thought going into this Olympics that Phelps was going to do anything because 2012, he he was just like, he was garbage. And this year, I'm happy for Michael Phelps because I like Michael Phelps. I think Michael Phelps is great. And Michael Phelps is one of the greatest Olympians of all time. But in swimming, you can just rack up medals by swimming in weird ways. You can be like, oh, because here comes the 100-meter doggy paddle. Here comes the 200-meter, I don't know. (laughs) That's what makes him so good is that he beats everybody at everything. It's like, okay, you beat everybody at running. Dude. Okay. (laughs) It's like – all right, that's one. Dude, there's no like 100 If he, if he can beat everybody backwards, if he can beat everybody backwards, and then like he can beat everybody in like a handstand run, oh and like if they did some other like that's what I'm talking about. If yeah, he did like, that, then I'd give it to you. 200 meter, one arm behind your back, you know, the 400 meter sack race. Yeah, that's what I you want to see him in a 400. I want to see him in a 400. He says he's never run a mile in his life. No, he probably hasn't. Come on, dude. He probably hasn't. He probably has not. I imagine. And I gotta call pro- you I out. I imagine that's a lie, but because anybody who's played any sport in their life has been told by a coach that you need to go run, but like yeah. that you're gonna go run and you're just gonna do what the coach tells you. Mm-hmm. But it just adds to the legend of Usain Bolt, and I'm gonna believe him because he is the goat. It's like we all latched onto that story of Michael Jordan got cut from his high school basketball team, even though really he didn't. He was on. Mm-hmm. He, he's on the JV team. He just didn't make the varsity team. Yeah. So, but we've all latched on the Michael Jordan got cut. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm going on with Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt, you know, <laughs> he hasn't run a mile. I'm going with it. The, 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 deba- the debate will continue. I don't know what else to. Uh, Twenty three gold medals, all time records. I don't know. Well, Good for him. I don't think we'll ever end that that debate. It'll no, go on ever. forever. No. But uh, never. The fact of the matter is, we've seen two of the greatest of all time. Yes. In. Yeah. Ending at the same time. Yeah. And the which Olympics will never be the same a, again. Which adds to a lot of people ending. There's just way too many greats ending their careers this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the last True. Olympics we'll see Phelps and Bolt. We might see him in a couple other things, but that's basically going to be mm-hmm. it. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, Kobe, Charles Woodson, Peyton Manning, Jeff Gordon. Uh, yeah. The list goes on and on and on. It's crazy, man. 
It is too many. It's greats. absolutely insane. Wow, yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of greats going. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll uh, hope so. We'll agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree. How about that? Yeah. We'll agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Let's... you're wrong. So I really don't agree to disagree. <laughs> I just think you're wrong. <laughs> Well, then that makes two of us. Um, oh, gosh. We could literally have, yeah, honestly, I, I thought if this was just going to be the two of us, I was like, we could literally talk Olympics for an hour and we yeah, could have I, this debate. Um, I'm happy we did. I'm happy Chris sent us clips and saved us. Right. So we're like. <laughs> so thank you, Chris. Yeah. Um, I feel like he knew. That's why he was like, he probably, yeah. Katie, listen, yeah. <laughs> I need to go record these clips in the bathroom during the wedding. It won't be over. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go do this right now because I know. Dan and Didi are going to mess this up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Chris in oh. to save the day. Shouts to Chris. As he does. Shouts to Chris Gates. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's move down the, uh, the menu before Chris gets mad at us. Yeah. Um, this is a, this was a fantastic little piece that came out this week. Kanye West, which I mean, he, if, if you've listened to the brunch breakdown, you know, he makes it in in almost every episode, every episode. Um, he we wrote a poem. Try. He wrote, yeah, he wrote a poem about McDonald's for Frank Ocean's Boys Don't Cry magazine in, in kind of conjunction with the, the, his album coming out. Yeah. And if you haven't read it, I'm gonna, I can't encourage you enough to do so. It is it's, posted on the Brunch Breakdown's Instagram. Yes. By the way. It is on the Brunch Breakdown Instagram. It's, DD, I can't put it into words. I can't either how incredible it is it's basically this story about the french fries have a plan and it's always about the french fries yeah and like how all, all the other foods and it's so it's i can't believe i'm like saying this it's so beautifully written it really is <laughs> it really is you it's know what i mean french only fries. <laughs> only kanye can come up with something this genius like you're reading it and you're like yes yes uh-huh. oh yeah um I, Speaking of the goat, I mean, this guy is just it's making himself a case. Absolutely. He's making himself a case right now, dude. Um, with the French fr- with the McDonald's poem. I mean, I can't believe we already we've talked about McDonald's twice in this episode, and we never mentioned <laughs> this yet, and we haven't mentioned this yet. Um, I don't know how, but dude, it's just. I mean, he mentions the McRib, he mentions the McNuggets. I mean, every single like item on the McDonald's menu he mm-hmm. puts in this poem. And, oh, man, that smooth apple pie, dude. The salad bar and the ketchup, and the ketchup made a band because the French fries had a plan. I mean, everyone's going after fries, and he just recognizes the fries of the king, the golden yeah. arches. It's all about those fries. And you're right, the, that smooth apple pie, though. Oh. Always like, out listen, to... Just, just listen, Brunch Breakdown listeners. The cheeseburger and the shakes formed a band to overthrow the French fries plan. I always knew them french fries was evil, man. Smelling all good and shit. I don't trust no food that smells that good, man. I don't trust it. I just can't. McDonald's, man. McDonald's, man. McDonald's, man. Just drop the... Just it's amazing. The, just end the podcast. Let's just, just go I mean, like, We should. We, we should just, we just hang it up right there. You have to, you have to see it. Um, I mean, this guy, we had a Kanye... Uh, Kanye West moment of the year for our mid-year brunchies. Oh man, which is yeah, also available on the Brunch Breakdown channel. This is stating a case for the rest of the year. 
pretty significant because he's the guy manages to find ways to stay in the spotlight. Yeah. You know, even when everybody's, you know, releasing new music, and we're going to talk new music here in a bit. There's a lot of music stuff that we have involving with artists uh, the last couple of topics we have here for you. Um, he finds a way to stay relevant without actually releasing music, and it's just unlike amazing. anybody else. It's amazing. It's amazing. Unlike anybody else. Only one, only Kanye. Uh, so we're going to have to do some sort of thing where we have this McDonald's poem with our McDonald's tour and yeah, oh, we go yeah. around and do all that. So uh, we'll keep that in mind. Uh, also in music news, uh, if we slide down the menu, if you Let's will, do it. news came out that Adele may or may not have gotten an offer to perform <laughs> at the Super Bowl halftime show for 2017. And she basically came out and said, I'm not doing it. Um, so the NFL and Pepsi have come out and say that they've been talking to a couple of different people, but there's been no formal offer made, but Adele came out and said, here's a quote of hers, which was beautifully summed up. First of all, I'm not doing the Super Bowl. I mean, come on, that show is not about music and I don't really, I can't dance or anything like that. They were, they were very kind. They did ask me, but I said, no, according to Adele. Didi, would this is this a good idea, and would this have been a good Super Bowl halftime choice by the NFL and Pepsi? No, no. and we all know no, no, <laughs> no, no. And it's no offense to Adele. Adele is great, mm-hmm. but like Super Bowl halftime show, no, like just no. And <laughs> and I bet what and I and I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL did offer her the halftime show. Right. Whatever. It's Adele. But um, but I, I bet people, probably a lot of people were afraid of what happened with Coldplay this past year, though, because Coldplay kind of got run off the Super Bowl stage a little bit. You know what I mean? Like throw it. It was all Coldplay. And then come like, I think maybe like around Christmas time that it was like Beyonce is going to be on. That yeah. it was like Bruno Mars is going to be on. Right. And it, I, I don't even and I it's hard to remember anything that Coldplay did during the Super Bowl. And this isn't a diss on Coldplay. It's just that, like, because I like Coldplay. It's just mm-hmm. that nothing they did was bet because they're, I mean, their music doesn't fit that. It's not like it's not all in your face. Like Beyonce comes out, does formation. Bruno Mars comes out and does the song that everybody was singing for a year and a half mm-hmm. of Uptown Funk. You know what I mean? And it, it, I think people might be a little afraid that, like, the NFL might just pull a fast one and, like, it's, it's Adele, but then all of a sudden they, you know, they throw Beyonce and Bruno Mars out there yeah. with them and they steal the show. I don't think people really enjoy that too much. Yeah, and that you, it'd be in a really weird position to try to upstage Adele, but the music definitely doesn't fit what no. the Super Bowl is about. It's the, America's no. g- biggest sporting event of the yeah. year, huge worldwide, and like – what is she going to come out there and just like start rocking like hello? Like that's not going to work <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Um, no, it's not. And, yeah, no offense to Adele, she's incredible, but yeah. it just it's not a fit. It doesn't make any sense. And you're right. It's like who you'd have to bring somebody else out there, and you wouldn't really be able to c- collaborate very much. I wouldn't imagine um, with like no. the All Star lineup where they did it this this past year, and. Because they've been kind of, there were a couple of years there after the Janet Jackson incident. It, it was, oh, it, it, they like 
turn the turn the knob way down. I don't mean way in terms of like down. style of music, but in terms of like who they did. Um, you know, very safe acts, very older acts. Very old, very old acts, as yeah. you could say. Like like Bruce Springsteen like was in there, Paul Rolling McCartney Stones. was in there, Prince, the Stones. Yeah. Um, you know, it was very old, very safe. Very and so very then last old. year they kind of turned it back up a little bit to more pop uh modern music yeah with the, with the trio there so yeah. well they've done it the last probably last four years they've probably done it. it's been because it's been beyonce mm-hmm. then bruno then katie right in hell missy elliott stole katie perry's show right that's um, true yeah that's the thing. i mean that she's still her show and then last year with Coldplay, yeah with the trio so no i mean the nfl's been swinging in a direction it's been mm-hmm. a more modern direction you know i thought the rumors would be like Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Like I Dude, thought that that's what I was going to, that's what I was going to ask it, you but, is, is but who, who would you, them? who yeah. would you, cause Taylor Swift was on my list. Okay. No doubt about it. T-Swizzle, Swifties. We want to see it. That'd be fantastic. Um, I think she put it uh, on a great show. Um, cause then there's somebody, there's somebody like also like Justin Bieber, I think would be fantastic. If yeah. you brought him out with like Major Lazer or you did him with Jack Yu for part mm-hmm. of it, um, I think it, it hits a lot of people in that demographic. And let's be honest, a lot of non-football viewers and fans watch the Super Bowl, especially for the halftime show. Yeah. So that's a good way to get that audience involved to do something like that. And I think it would just be a crazy good show. Adele talked about like how it's like about dancing and it's about a performance, which Coldplay does better than most people mm-hmm. on the planet, which I think is a big reason why they were chosen. Like you said, some of the music sometimes doesn't go that direction, but I think with Bieber, it would definitely fit into it and, and would kind of fit that mold. Who else did you have in mind? Um, Kanye for one. Like yeah. I think it's your, Cause it's talk about so being stupid. a little unsafe. <laughs> yeah, I, seriously, that's the pro- see. That's the problem with Kanye, and I I love right. Kanye's unpredictability and all that stuff. But like, this is the NFL. Like, yeah, they he, can't I can't trust him. <laughs> I think the perfect. I think the perfect halftime show because the NFL's never had a rapper headline the halftime show. They've had mm-hmm. Nelly come on, and you know, and, and he's performed actually twice on the Super Bowl. By the way, um, that wow. just shows you how big of a star Nelly was at one point. That he just like showed up at two Super Bowls. <laughs> um, but, but no, I think Kanye, I think a Kanye Jay-Z Super Bowl would be great. Wow. Because if you put Jay-Z in there, then you know that Kanye is going to be on his best behavior. If you put, <laughs> he's going to be on his best behavior and it's not, there's, there's not going to, he's not going to go left fit. He's not going to go out left field. It's not, it's, everything's going to go to plan. It's going to be an amazing show. Where he just, just stops. Con- he just stops and just like starts giving a speech. Yes. Like the lights go out and he just starts preaching to everybody yes. there. Yeah, you just never know. You know what I mean? You, right. You get like, I think the VMAs are are coming up. Or yeah, you know, the VMAs are saying it's like, he's he's got four minutes to do whatever he wants. Is mm-hmm. what that's all they said. Wow. It's anything else? Like they've pretty much said what everybody else is doing at the VMAs. Like Britney Spears performing like some hits. Rihanna's gonna perform like a medley of all her hits and stuff. And they're just like Kanye gets four minutes to do whatever he wants. So we have absolutely no idea what to tell Kanye. <laughs> no clue. But they're just like he got four minutes which will probably be like five or ten, mm-hmm. and he's just going to go up there and do what he wants. And you can't do that at the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, you can't show. just be like, okay, show's yours. <laughs> but he's show's the guy. Yours. He's the name. It, Kanye's, the, Kanye's the one. I think Taylor's a good choice. I mean, they let Katy Perry do it. Why not have Katy, you know, Taylor right. do it? You know? I think right. Justin Timberlake would be a great one. Oh, he'd um, be fantastic, yeah. yeah. And then he'd bring NSYNC out for like 
14 seconds and then like kick him back off. <laughs> I don't know if they're good. That, that was frame TV. I feel like the, I don't feel like he'd let him stay home for the Super Bowl. No, yeah, he'd let him watch on the field. Right. He let him be one of like the hundreds of kids that like they put in the white T-shirts and stuff. They, they, would, they, would, they would just be like left shark. They would all be left shark. <laughs> all of them, every single one of them. That's the rest of InSync just is left shark. That's InSync. Like, like they're they are left shark, and people will not admit it to this point. But yeah, I think that would be, you know, I think Justin Timberlake would be a cool name to get the. Uh, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool. This is off topic, but I think it would be cool for Justin Timberlake to do like a festival run for Justin Timberlake to like yeah. headline like a bunch of festivals next year or something. Or like, dude, let's get him at that. Coachella. Yeah, like that would be super cool. But, yeah. Let's get him at Coachella. I'll tell you. Um, I completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah. But um, hit us up at Brunch Breakdown. Yes. Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Let us know. Who would you like to perform at the Super Bowl? Hashtag Lion. Hashtag Lion. <laughs> Losing inconsistently or never. <laughs> Instead of the goat. It's we're ridiculous. using Lion. We got to start. We already said goat a couple times. We got to go with hashtag Lion. Yeah. Um, hashtag Lion. <laughs> All right. To keep it within the music theme. Yeah, man. And our, uh, our last topic on the menu here is, of course, one we do. Every single week is, or every other week, because that's how we do it here. That's uh, right. Just too much art to give you every week. But <laughs> um, the famous, now famous, what we're listening to segment. Um, let's check in one last time with our good friend, Chris Gates, coming to us from Chicago uh, in his final check-in. I have a feeling we might be hearing some names we've already heard before or something like that. <laughs> You know how that works, but uh, let's see what he has to say this time. All right, guys, I have some new music this week that I'm actually super excited about, and it is new music, which I know is shocking because so much of my what I'm listening to is old music. But this is new music. Um, found a couple of bands uh, that I just kind of randomly discovered, and one of them is relatively new and kind of underground that a lot of people probably haven't heard of then again who's ever heard of any of the music i listened to in the first place um so that first band that is kind of more under the radar is a band called something more uh they're from baltimore maryland uh and they have an ep out called dogs and uh it is really 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 good i know dan likes that it's it's pretty good uh, but it's actually really good. Uh, eight song EP, which is nice because sometimes an EP can mean like <laughs> like four songs. Uh, but eight songs on it. Two of them specifically are just fantastic. Uh, maybe it's just me, and it's not about you. Uh, that's actually really funny. I didn't put that together until now that those two titles basically talk to each other. Um, but. Very, very good. I would suggest it if you're into rock music, alternative music, pop punk, punk rock, uh, emo, anything like that. Um, Check out the EP Dogs by the band Something More from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Really, really uh, excited about them. Uh, And hopefully they'll do some big things. Um, Hopefully they'll get that brunch breakdown bump. You know, the bump that everyone gets from uh, Dan talking about weird shitty band names um (laughs) sorry dan that your bands are good um the other band that i am uh that i found that they've actually been around for a while i had never heard of them uh never listened to their music but discovered them this past week a band called broadside uh and their album old bones uh they have they just released a music video uh they played 
at least part of the Warp Tour this summer, and uh, they released a music video with just footage of them being on the Warp Tour for a song called The Simple Type. The Simple Type is a really good song, uh, and actually the, the track right before that on the Old Bones album, Coffee Talk, is one of the catchiest songs I've heard in a really long time. Uh, I really recommend, you know, of, of either of these bands and the, what, the 19 total songs that they have that I'm referencing. If you listen to one of them, check out Coffee Talk on Broadside's album, Old Bones. Uh, it, just, it just starts out with a bouncy rhythm, and uh, the, the hook, the chorus in the song is just, I don't know, it makes you want to, like, drive down the highway screaming the song, screaming the lyrics. Uh, with the windows down. It's a windows down jam for sure. Uh, oh, and that's funny. I wanted to make sure I, I, I referenced this. I was talking to uh, fiance Katie's brother, Dan, um, and his wife, Teresa. Uh, we were on the car driving around Chicago, and I told them that um, we have this language where uh, some songs are, you know, a windows down jam, like Coffee Talk, this song I'm talking about. Like, you want to have the windows down, you want everybody to know that you're, you know, riding, rolling around to this song. Um, that's a windows down jam or a windows, uh, yeah, windows down jam. And then I told them a windows up jam can like, you know, for guys like us, it could sometimes be like Kelly Clarkson. Like maybe you're really into a Kelly Clarkson song and you like to sing the lyrics at the top of your lungs, but you don't want anybody else, uh, to know about it. That would be what we call a windows up jam. So, uh, that's a little knowledge for the Brunch Breakdown listeners, the Brunchers, um, and uh, I, I wanted to make sure I included that. But, yeah, check out these two bands. Uh, check out any of the songs uh, that I just mentioned. Hopefully you guys will like them, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have on uh, what we're listening to this week. So uh, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Bruncher listener people, and I will talk to Yins later. Toodaloo! Wow. We've got breaking news on the Brunch Breakdown. Seriously. Get the ticker out. (laughs) (laughs) And I think maybe a first time ever. Well, I mean, Trash Bucket was new, I guess, or Trash Boat was new. But Chris Gates bringing us some brand spanking new music on what we're listening to. How about that? that? I'm blown away. Like, I'm blown away that, that we got new music. That's it's, insane. It, it, it makes me happy. Chris. It makes me proud. That excites me for the playlist uh, for Brunch Sounds 15, uh, which will come out. Uh, also, if you're a first-time listener, we come out with a, a playlist available on a number of different uh, streaming stations. Spotify, we get it on there. It's uh, usually on Tidal. We get it on Apple Music. So wherever you listen to music streaming, uh, keep in touch. Keep up to date at Brunch Breakdown on Instagram and on Twitter and, uh, and also on Facebook, and look out for those playlists, which basically we put together a playlist of the music that we offer to you in this segment every week. Uh, Daniel Dudley, what are you listening to this week? All right, well, um, over the weekend, I got a chance to check out you know the, the Frank Ocean craziness. He put out the, the yes. video, which is very boring and not good, endless. <laughs> um. Like the video is cool to watch, but it's not 
cool to listen to. Like, the music's not good. I was like, if this is it, this isn't good. But then Apple comes out and says, no, he's got more coming this weekend. And then mm-hmm. he dropped the album Blonde, which is um, pretty good. I'm just not the biggest Frank Ocean fan. And I don't get why people love Frank Ocean so mm-hmm. much. I think it's it's almost like one of those things where I feel like people just latch on to something because it sounds like cool to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Where it's like Frank Ocean album's coming. And then it's like, okay, then somebody else says it and somebody else says it. And they're like, then it becomes this big thing. And I mm-hmm. think Frank Ocean is talented. I like Frank's voice, but I do think he makes somewhat boring music. So, but I think the album is, is decent. Um, my favorite, the thing that's crazy is my favorite song on the album is called Solo. And then there's a song, it's Solo Reprise, which is like six songs later. And that's just Andre 3000 rapping for a minute and 18 seconds of just straight fire. Wow. It is. I don't even think he takes a breath in the minute 18 and it's incredible. And then you're just, then I'm listening to the album and I'm just like, man, I want an Andre 3000 album. You know what I mean? I want yes. an Outcast album. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And, Cause it's when you listen to solo reprise, it's freaking incredible. I don't know if this is, but I, I think the album's only on Apple music right now. It might be on Spotify this week. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But, um, cause I, all those exclusive things, but the album does have some good looks, but you have to, you have to be in the right mood to listen to it like if you're you know trying to get you know pumped up to go do something nah you're not listening to frank ocean but if you're like cleaning the house you know what i mean maybe ironing uh you know steaming your suit that's what i was doing there you go (laughs) when i was enjoying frank ocean while i was steaming my suit you know what i mean so uh before the wedding so that was cool but um he's got the song called ivy that i really like great like um guitar riff in there that i like a lot and uh the song solo and solo reprise those are two songs on the album that i like so I, I suggest, you know, go listen to Blonde. It's a good album. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, not exactly something that, you know, may keep you awake or whatever. So okay. There's that. Okay. Um, Usher put out a new song called Missing You. Uh, love it. Love everything that Usher's been doing over the last few years because I feel like he's just kind of been like, I've I got enough pop hits. I've sold, you know, f- hundreds of millions of albums. I'm good. I don't. So he's been doing. A, so he makes a lot of really just creative music and this missing you song it feels like three songs combined in the one there's almost too much stuff happening but it's definitely worth a listen wow. that's for sure and i like it um and i'm a i'm just a big fan of the song and a big fan of usher as well um my man jordan fisher who i talked about the song all about us yes. uh, like about a month ago two months ago something like that he finally put out his ep which i had got a chance to hear um a little bit ago and i and he, I love it. It's four songs on the EP. He held back some stuff for the album that I wish was on the EP that I had heard. But still, Jordan Fisher uh, and I, the and the yeah, and the EP is just a uh, it's self titled. It's just Jordan Fisher. So nice. Um, make sure you check that out. Song to check out for Counterfeit. That seems to be the song around the office that everyone kind of likes. But um, all I want to do, it's good too. I just I'm a big fan. Bringing back the uh, the R and B, so I'm a big fan of that too. And then uh, Young Thug, pick up the phone. That's a good jam as well. So Usher, missing you, Frank Ocean, Ivy, and uh, Solo Reprise. Make sure you check that out, cause good God, make sure you check that out. <laughs> and uh, Young Thug, pick up the phone, and then Jordan Fisher's EP. Make sure you go uh, check those out. All right, solid stuff, solid stuff. Yeah, a lot of people have been talking about that Frank Ocean album. I haven't had a chance yeah. to get my ears around it yet, but def- I mean, I have to based on. Uh, everything that was said, but I appreciate the uh, 
the kind of advanced warning, so I don't go yeah. into it with that higher yeah. expectation. Like, so just, you know, you got to be able to chill out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And when you're with your lady, turn a little Jordan Fisher. Just saying. Just saying. Yes. 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 Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff <laughs> as always, Mr. Dudley. There it I is. love it. There it is. Uh, I've got uh, I've got four for you this week as right. well. Some stuff you've heard of. Some stuff you haven't heard of. Uh, let's start with. Some 41, and I'm a little surprised, but not surprised that Chris didn't mention this because of the pop punk scene that he loves so dearly so much. Uh, brand new song that they put out called War. Uh, it's not old school Some 41. It doesn't have that more punk edgy edginess to it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still a very, very good song. Very excited. New Sum 41 music uh, coming out. Their album, 13 Voices, comes out October 7th. Um, so this was just another sneak peek into that war. Check that one out. Really good from Sum 41. Uh, let's go to the other side of the table, if you will, from a twin sister duo from Australia and Sweden because they've split time there between their parents' ha- uh, homes when they grew up called Say Lulu. Say Lulu. Um, and they did a remix of Staying Alive. Yes, that Staying Alive. This sounds kind of, this doesn't sound good. Dude. Right, I know. Trust me. <laughs> I know. This doesn't sound good. Like, that's a, that, to me, there are certain songs that are, that you, that are untouchable yeah. because of how good they are. And then other ones that you just shouldn't touch. Yeah. Just because you shouldn't. And this one, is, I think, is one that you just shouldn't because it is what it is. That's the song is identifiable to everybody. Yeah. Um, and they did just this slowed down kind of R&B, um, kind of hip version of Staying Alive. And I freaking love it. Okay. I don't know why, but I love it. Um, so so check check that out. That'll be on the playlist. Um, a band that you know I didn't know much about until I had heard that song. Big Gigantic. Uh, if you haven't heard of Big Gigantic before, they're kind of more, you know, they're kind of making a name for themselves, kind of electro- electronic music. They have some live instruments involved with it, like they have a live saxophone, usually use some live drums. Uh, they're U.S. based out of Colorado. Uh, their song "All of Me" recently came out uh, with Logic and Roses. Uh, I'm sure most people have heard Ooh. of Logic before. Roses, of course, did Roses, the song name yeah. Roses, with Chainsmokers. Um, so it's, it's the three there in a song called all of me, which is kind of just on this wild ride all over the place. Like I said, it's, you know, electronic based music. Uh, but then, you know, just logic comes in out of nowhere. Um, and just a lot of cool sounds to it. So check out all of me from, uh, from that group, if you will. And finally, I brought it to you the last two weeks and bring it to you again, because it's one of my favorite bands falling into a, a habit of this but group love released another single <laughs> off of their album big mess which comes out september 9th uh the track called traumatized it's way more of a rock sound than the kind of hippie indie sound that they usually have so a little bit more rock based uh from group love but i'm throwing it on the playlist because why the hell not they they released it um from this so we got uh, War from Sum 41, Say Lulu with their Staying Alive remix, uh, Big Gigantic Logic and Roses with All of Me, and Traumatized by Group Love. 
uh, to wrap up the segment of what we're listening to. Uh, before we re- you know, end it, I want to ask you this real quick, Didi. And speaking of Group Love, they've released three singles off of this album now. Yeah. What's too many to release early? Dude, it's a different climate, man. I freaking... I, I can't stand it, dude. Mm-hmm. It's too many. There's too many. Like, right. Like, Britney Spears just put out an album. And I I haven't really listened to it. I've listened to the three songs that she put out like right away. Like she yeah. put out like that make me song I didn't like. Another song that she sounded like she was I think clumsy. She sounds like a goat. Like it's weird. I know. She sounds terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. She's been like, doing so too many Vegas shows. Too many Vegas yeah, shows. Yeah, dude. I don't know about this album. She's just mm, mm, I don't know if this was a good <laughs> idea. But I haven't listened to the whole thing, so yeah, whatever. Um so we'll figure that out. But um but yeah, dude, too many. There, there's too many songs being released. It's like I rather someone in the way that people are releasing music now, um, where you can just put it out on anything, because mm-hmm. music is less music is leaking now because you can just you're just throwing it up digitally now, so you're right. just sending it straight to the streaming services or whatever um, instead of it going to factories, and that's the reason why you know albums leaked. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just it's too many, man. It's too many because you're getting a bad idea of what an album may sound like, mm-hmm. and it may turn you off. On an album, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you may hear a song by someone, you hear the first single, you're like, eh, and then you hear the second single, and then they put out a third one, sometimes a right. fourth one, and you've got, like, half the album before the album comes right. out, and I'm like, and it's all in different orders, and, yeah. like, even if you do like the song, it's still just like, this is weird, so when you get the album, you're like, I already heard this song, like, I heard this song months ago, or I heard this song, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. It's weird, dude. Too many. Too many, but that's just what people are doing now cuz I don't I don't know. It is. I don't know. And I don't know if I they think like they're going to they it, it helps them get a jump on like if they release a single and somebody that hasn't heard it before likes it, uh can go and then see when the album is coming out and like pre-order yeah. it. There's so much pre-ordering on like iTunes and yeah. things like that now they can do that. And some songs are like limited to to pre-orders mm-hmm. uh instead of like, "Oh, I like this song." And then, you know, then you you discover it way after the album you know weeks after the album's already out maybe it gives them a jump on sales for that i don't know i agree i think three is too many when i heard that they were releasing a third i was like no don't like let's just let's just just wait two's fine one's one's great two's okay i don't like the idea idea of doing three Um, i am fine with none like i am so (laughs) fine with none like when beyonce put that album out three years ago or whatever and just dropped it out there for the world Mm -hmm. like so that just changed everything because I feel like all your expectations for an album are kind of gone and you can just listen to the music. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're just like, all right, my one of my favorite artists is dropping an album or what is dro- just dropped an album. Sweet. I'm going to listen to it. Right. And that's it. You don't have any – you're not up or down about anything. It's just like they just put it out there. I understand why everyone can't do that mm-hmm. because some people need promo. They need to yeah. do the run on Jimmy Fallon and all that right. stuff so people know that their album's coming out. Right. I get that. But, like, I just I, – I don't know. I feel like any any established artist or any artist that has a core following should just, just put it out there. Just do it. I like it. Yeah. I like that just method much better. I like it. Yeah. Do you like the songs from Group Love? I like the one you put on last week. I do. I like the the first two that have been released. I'm still warming up to Traumatized, just because mm-hmm. again it's a little bit different sounding from them. Uh, but the other two, especially the one last week, uh, Big Mess and I think it's Do You Love Someone, uh, or Big Mess is the album. It's uh, oh I can't remember now. But the first two, yeah, the first <laughs> two that came off of singles that have been released. Oh, it's just been. A couple of weeks, but um, 
the album is still going to be great, and I'm going to still throw it on this this playlist as well. So check all those out. Nice. And while you're checking oh, those out, you mentioned Logic. Oh yes. Are you a Logic fan? I am. Yeah. Okay. Just checking because I didn't know if you listened to Logic or not. But yes. Logic is freaking awesome. Yeah. I love Logic. Yeah. So. And it, awesome on that track. Awesome on yeah. that track. Check them I'm out. Check out the playlist. Out. Like I said, check out all of our social medias to uh, find that playlist uh, a couple days after the episode is released. <laughs> it's going up. Son. It's, going it's going up. up. It's going up. All right. I like it's it. Um, well, that just about wraps up another full edition of the Brunch Breakdown. We re- managed a- a- managed and able to do it, well, barely, yeah, dude. Um, without Chris Gates, um, even though we very much appreciate him checking in. We were able to fill up a full episode here for you. Our first episode on the Brunch Breakdown, independent network channels, if yes. you will. Uh, so I'm going to awesome. try to do a little bit of this here because we don't have a, uh, a follow-up from Chris. Uh, but if you didn't <laughs> catch him the first time around, uh, you can catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, <laughs> and Stitcher. I'm laughing because Dan is completely reading off a piece of paper right now. <laughs> no, no, it's even worse because I'm I'm reading off reading of our off your phone. I'm reading off of oh, our reading- Twitter banner <laughs> that has everything on there. <laughs> you're reading it off the Twitter. Our Twitter banner has all the logos, so we're on SoundCloud, oh. iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, or any other podcasting Chris. app that you may use. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're on Twitter at brunch break is it at brunch breakdown i don't even yes, <laughs> yeah it's at brunch breakdown at, oh my god we're at brunch Damn, breakdown this is terrible on twitter yes it is we're at, working through it we're it working through it we're doing this brunch together breakdown we're doing this together at brunch breakdown uh our co-host the Asim co-host our good friend that was with us mr chris gates is at chris underscore gates my man over on the west coast who we did it duo style today Daniel Dudley is at DD is bored. I, of course, am at Steel City Dan 22. Uh, we continue to continue our campaign to make yes. America brunch again. Uh, and we will do that every two weeks for you. Uh, we'll check in again with you in a couple of weeks. A lot of items to go over. You mentioned the VMAs, uh, college football in the NFL will be starting. Uh, we'll continue to bring you what we're listening to. Uh, but until then, Didi, it's been a pleasure, Dude, my friend. Can I say one final thought? Please. With this whole Colin Kaepernick thing going on? Yes. The national anthem might need a remix, though. Wow. There's a statement. I think it needs a remix. There's a statement. Seriously. Think about it. It mm-hmm. needs a remix. We can touch on this next week, yes. in two weeks, but I'm going to leave this with people. All right. Think about it. Leave I heard it the out national there. anthem a billion times over the Olympics. Because yep. the U.S. wins we won a lot. So, Just okay. Saying. Put it out there for the, uh, for the listeners to, to, to think about it. We'll talk about it in Brunch 16. And until then, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for listening. Reservation for three next time. And we'll see Yins at the table. <laughs> Later.